Welcome to Two Bookworms. One podcast. The Book Club podcast where today it's our talkie soap, so we're talking about all kinds of books. I'm yes. Cameron. And I'm Lacey. And it's December. It's December 1st, actually. Yeah. Officially. Christmas time. Now you can, now put, you out can put up your decorations. Exactly. Thanksgiving's over. Well, technically you could put it up the day after Thanksgiving. But yes, you know. I agree. Although, no, I haven't put my tree up yet. We're not we're not decorating really this year because nobody's coming over, so I'm gonna put up my tree. That's that's about all we're gonna do. And put out like I collect nutcrackers. Yeah. And then I also got this really pretty like gingerbread house that you put a candle inside of Ooh. from QVC. Get a little QVC. Uh, I'm gonna put that out. But yeah, that's probably about it. Yeah, we're not going crazy. What's because we just don't feel cheery this year. Nobody's gonna be able to see us. Are you gonna put lights up? No. When I left your house the other night. I took a picture of this house because they have, like, blue and white. You probably know which house it is. Yeah. It looks so pretty. Yeah, it does. You should put up lights. No. We don't feel that cheery this year. Aww. And nobody can come over. Besides, for the past few years, I've been putting up lights, but I haven't been putting up the traditional lights. Uh Like, I've been making funny scenes out of them from leftover Halloween degrees. Yeah, you should do that. I don't know if you saw the one last year. Uh I I put a little skeleton. I had a... I put a Christmas tree on, shirt on him, I put pants on him, and then I put a Santa hat. <laughs> and I had him sitting in a chair, holding a Coke, and then the, in the other hand he had a string of lights that went behind him. And in front oh, that's of funny. Like, I just tossed it behind him and tossed it in front you of him. You should do that. <laughs> I mean, no one can come over, but people can drive by, and that's the whole point of putting lights. Yeah. It's for drive-bys. Yeah. So, it's funny that you mentioned that. Um, you know those giant skeletons mm-hmm. that they have for Halloween? So, mm-hmm. people are putting them up with their Christmas trees. So, it looks like Jack Skellington, like, putting up a Christmas tree. Yeah. I'm like, that's, that's really funny. cool. I mean, whose house can that fit inside of? Right? Good lord. You'd have to have a really high vaulted ceiling. Right. Well, um, so this week for our talkie-sode, Lacey brought up Christmas tall tales. Mm-hmm. So, that we decided it's going to be a little different kind of an episode because it's, just kind of not based on, like, a particular book. We are going to talk about some books, too. But we're going to talk about Christmas Tall Tales. But first, we'll do Suck and Sweet. What's your suck this week? My suck is Thanksgiving is now over, and I officially don't have a valid reason to stuff my fat ass face. Um, yes, you do. <laughs> it's called Christmas, and it's called candy. But Christmas and- is still three weeks away, so I've got to work out and <laughs> count calories until Christmas that I feel like, oh, That's one true. day stuff my face. That's true. <laughs> And then, you know, there's, like, candy and oh, all the baked goods that you make for Christmas. Oh, I know. We make so much for Christmas. Cookies. I don't, I don't even know if we're going to do a baked box this year, either. It's if a baked box. Oh, I make baked, these little baked boxes every year. It has all kinds of little treats and sweets in them. I don't even know if we're going to do that this year, either. What do you do with the box? <sighs> I just won't do them. Like, you give them to people? Yeah. Um, yeah, you can make me one. Duh. <laughs> what the hell? I thought we were friends. <laughs> Well, but I can't see it because I usually make, like, two dozen of, like, every item that's in there, but we don't need You know, that this, this is exactly the near year we need that. You can, like, leave that for your neighbors and shit on their door. touch all of it, you know? Just let it quarantine for a few days and then they can eat it. Yeah, but then baked goods are no good by then. It's no different than going out to a restaurant and getting food to go. I don't do that, though. You get it to go. I, well, I get it delivered, but that's yeah. about it. That's no different than that. But, it, it, I mean, cases also skyrocketed after Halloween, too, because Dude, everybody was touching on their It's going to be real bad after Thanksgiving. I know. All these, I've seen so many people already, like. Did you see the article today about the 17 family members getting together and that all of them have COVID? Yes. Did you see the one about the wedding? 
No. So, um, people were at a wedding in like Ohio and one, none of them wore masks. One person had it and now like 150 people have it and like seven people have died. Oh my gosh. And, then, Be, and, and the people that have died weren't at the wedding. No. It's people that went yeah. back to yeah. their families. And they took it back to their families. Yeah. yeah. Scary, scary times. Well, my suck this week is Christmas is almost here. I am done with my Christmas shopping. Ooh, yeah. Mine is like one or two little things. Um, yeah, I've got like one or two people. That I'm but done. now starts the bullshit where you have to wrap it. That's why you do get bags. It's just so tedious. No, get bags. That's what I did last year. I just don't I like the ever... aesthetic of bags. I don't either. I don't either. But last year, I didn't <sighs> want to fuck with it, so I just put it all in bags, put nice tissue paper, hand it out. It's not so much the wrapping. I don't mind that. It's that my dumbass. Bought okay, so what was it three, four years ago? Three years ago. Um, my, I had this bright idea to get a rose gold Christmas tree. Mm-hmm. I was also working with like a space constraint because our house back then was very small, mm-hmm. and so I had a very small place I could put it. So I got like one of those skinny trees, yeah. So I found like a rose gold skinny tree on Black Friday, and I was like, perfect. Um, and I haven't gotten a new tree since because we've moved around a lot, but it actually kind of worked out because it fit perfect in our Colorado house. It fits perfect. We Mm -hmm. moved back just in time to put it in the apartment. So it's like the perfect space because it doesn't take up a lot of space, but it's fucking rose gold. And do you know how hard it is to find wrapping paper that looks good on a rose gold Christmas tree? You pretty much have to do solids and who wants to do solids? Like right now I found some, uh, it's like black paper with pink and red candy Mm -hmm. canes because it has to have some form of pink. For it to it look good. I've yeah. also done like golds and silvers. And those look fine too. Oh my god. Rusty's crying. Because Lacey's not petting him. I, I'm not holding him. <laughs> I'm not being a good girlfriend. So I gotta find some wrapping paper. Um, What is your sweet for the week? No. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> Rusty. Oh Just ignore him. My sweet for the week is. Finally. Hopefully. Fingers crossed. If they don't end up extending it again. Is my new game map is released? I was about to say they've already like they do this like twice. We know they do this every time. Every time they keep extending it, like they just put after I think it was like a month of countdown. They put another ten days on it, and then like another two weeks on it, and we're just like get it over. You have to pay for that. No, okay. Because I was like, if I'm paying for this, I'd be pissed. No, and it's free. That's why we don't complain. Oh, the game is free, but you pay for like upgrades and shit. If you want, you don't have to. If you play enough, you don't have to pay for anything. You know, I saw that the uh, fourth Crash Bandicoot's on sale. Yeah. So I wonder if it's on sale if you download it. I'm sure. Because I kind of want to play it. Do it. Do it. I'm so it. mad at it right now, but do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, my suite is, again, our trip. I know I said this last week. Yes. It's getting closer and closer it's and closer. It's getting closer. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. We're going to make s'mores. Yeah. I want to roast some hot dogs out there on the campfire. I'm roast everything. <laughs> I actually kind of want to make some little foil packets. I've got... Yeah. yeah. I've seen some on Pinterest. That yeah. sounds really good. Yeah. Because we're still going to have to eat. Right. And we're only going to be there like a weekend, but I've already thought of like 17 meals. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> we need like three for Saturday, like right. two for Friday, <laughs> one before we leave on Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> also, what are we going to do with the dogs while we're at the campfire? I don't know. Like, will they sit out there with us? They, they should. They should. They can just sit there, right? Yeah. Well, Jack's just, probably going to want to be in someone's lap. Yeah. We'll just have to make sure Rusty doesn't, like, try and jump in the fire. You know, we need to 
look at the picture. Were there chairs at that campfire? Yeah. It looked I, okay. Like, yeah. I was like, do we need to take chairs? Although we do need to check the amenities because maybe it's not included, but I, I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah. Or we'll just take some chairs from the living room and put them out there. Hey, I have some foldables that I can take. Okay. Rusty. So, um, Christmas Tall Tales. Mm-hmm. Immediately, as soon as you said it, a few weeks ago, I was like, I want to do Krampus. Yeah, Krampus. And so I asked Lizzie, I was like, can I please do Krampus? Because I love Krampus so much. I looked up the pronunciation. It is Krampus. Mm-hmm. Even though in the movie she says Krampus. No. Like Crump. No. Krampus. It is Krampus. Like a cramp. I'm sure people say it. But all different ways. from Germany, too. All so. over the place. Okay. So I'm going to talk about no, you how no. like, the history behind it <laughs> and then how people celebrate no, it. Rusty. You sit down before I knock you down. Sit down. Thank you. Okay, he's behaving. So. Lay down. And this is all from Wikipedia. I did all my research on Wikipedia, and then I also gave them some money. (laughs) I'm getting all of my research from them. So, if you have not supported Wikipedia and you use it, you should. Rusty? Okay, Rusty's laying down. and He's going to behave. We had a talk. And he just... <laughs> <laughs> that was his response. <laughs> okay. Um, so there's many different European countries that celebrate Krampus in mm-hmm. very different ways. The Dutch. Basically, it's... Uh, Krampus is like the opposite of St. Nicholas. Mm-hmm. So... He's there to take away the bad kids, right? Yes. Um, in modern history, in the aftermath of the 1932 election in Austria... The Krampus tradition was prohibited by the Dolphus regime under the Fatherland's front. Um, in the 1950s, the government distributed pamphlets titled Krampus is an Evil Man. <laughs> but towards the end of the century, a popular resurgence of Krampus celebrate uh, celebrations occurred and continue today. So, appearance. Um, although he appears in many variations, most share some common physical characteristics. He's hairy usually brown or black, has cloven hooves and horns of a goat. His long pointed tongue lolls out and he has fangs. He carries chains, which is thought to symbolize the binding of the devil by the Christian church. Hmm. He thrashes the chains for dramatic effect. The chains are sometimes accompanied by bells of various sizes. Um, Of more pagan origins, the rutin, Bundles of birch branches that Krampus carries and with which he occasionally swatched children. So I wonder if he kind of influenced one of the ghosts on, um, oh, what is that? The Charles Dickens, um, no, not, no it wasn't. um, it's, um, Christmas Carol. Yeah. With the, the three ghosts. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Could be. So Krampus not. It's the feast of St. Nicholas is celebrated, um, on December 6th. So usually on December fifth, Krampus night or Krampus not, uh, the wicked devil, the wicked hairy devil appears on the streets. They usually have like a parade and shit. Um, sometimes accompanying Saint Nicholas and sometimes on his own, he visits home and businesses. Um, he carries a golden ceremonial staff. Unlike North American versions of Santa Claus, in these celebrations, Saint Nicholas concerns himself with only the good children, while Krampus is responsible for the bad children. So Nicholas gives out gifts, gifts, and Krampus supplies coals, or takes the children. or takes the children. Um, let's see. 
a few different things. It basically mirrors St. Nicholas Day, which I'm trying to think of the best way to describe it. Like, we celebrate Christmas on December 25th, but what we're celebrating has nothing to do with St. Nicholas. No, it has to do it's with all Jesus. about Jesus. Yeah. So, St. Nicholas Day, also called the Fest of St. Nicholas, is observed on December 6th or on the eve of the 5th of December. Um, and in European countries of Germany and Poland, boys have traditionally dressed as bishops and begged for the poor. In the Ukraine, children wait for St. Nicholas to come to put a present under their pillows, provided that they were good. Children who behave badly, they expect to find a twig or piece of coal. In the Netherlands, Dutch children put out a clog filled with hay and a carrot for St. Nicholas's horse. And on St. Nicholas Day, gifts are tagged with personal humorous rhymes written by the sender, which I think we should do because that sounds really funny. And then, yeah, the American Santa Claus, as well as the British Father Christmas, is derived from St. Nicholas. Santa Claus is itself derived in part from the Dutch Santa Claus, the saint's name in that language. However, the gift giving associated with these descendant figures is associated with Christmas Day rather than St. Nicholas itself. So... Krampus and St. Nicholas are like pretty much the same good yeah. and evil. Yeah. So if you're good, St. Nicholas is going to bring you a present on December 6th. If you're bad, Krampus right. is going to come beat your ass. And I think that if I have children, um, I'm going to do the Krampus thing. <laughs> so they'll fucking behave. Um, I know my old boss, her mother-in-law is from Germany. And they celebrate St. Nicholas Day. And she said that. They do a lot of stuff with, like, oranges that day. Yeah. Like, they'll gift each other oranges yeah, in their stockings. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think she said they do the shoe thing, too. And you put, like, a little gift in your shoes by the door. That's cool. So, but, yeah, these people, when they're celebrating um, Krampus Knot, they have, like, it basically looks like Halloween. If you've never seen these, Google these pictures. Because they're, like, it looks like devils in the street. It's like a, you know, half goat with horns yeah. walking around. And then there's this one picture of this one picking up a kid and the kid's, like, screaming. Like, terrifying. Yeah, I'm like, that is so oh. awesome. Um, Be like I, Halloween in December. Yes. I love the movie Krampus. If you haven't seen it, you should watch it. It is so... It's, like, the anti-Christmas movie because the family is, like, so fucking horrible that they really... Even the grandma's like, yeah, Santa's not coming this year. <laughs> she knows. She's, like... I think she's German. Yeah. So she tells them, like, the story. Crazy. So that's Krampus. That's where he comes from. It's like an old Christmas folklore tale. Mm -hmm. So, Lacey, who are you doing? So I had the abominable snowman. Which Cameron could not spell. (laughs) It was tough. Hard pronouncing sometimes. Yeah. How do you spell it? Uh, So, it is... A-B-O-M-I-N-A-B-L-E. Okay. Abominable. Abominable. Okay. Basically, a.k.a. Yeti. Because... Oh, okay. His name was... He started in the Himalayan area. That's where it came from. They called him Yeti, and when it moved west over here is when we came up with Abominable Snowman. Don't know how. (laughs) But apparently that's what it is. And basically... The Yeti is cousin to Bigfoot, just okay. as big, just as scary, but they used him to keep the villagers and everybody close to home and not wander out. Mm. So he was just 
just there so you don't go out by yourself. Why didn't they want them to go out by themselves? Scary. Okay. Scary, dangerous Got territory. It. Scare tactics. Yeah, because this it. is like, like old Asia, like hmm. way old Asia. Okay. So like, if you ventured out too far, you were pretty much gonna die because there's no way to get back or to or from. Mm, so rather than them come look for your ass, they're like, oh, there's a, a bungalow smell. Yeah. There's a yeti out there. There's yeti out there. Up. Yeti's gonna eat you if you go too far. <laughs> <laughs> that's tight. Mm, that's pretty much it. It's kind of really hard to find. So, isn't he in, like, the Rudolph movie? Mm -hmm. Like, the little claymation? That's the abominable... Snowman, yeah. Okay. And they're supposed to be in, like, the North Pole or something? Himalayan mountains. Is that where the North Pole is? No. Oh. Where's the North Pole? (laughs) It's up in, uh, what is that? Is it the Antarctica? North? I think that's the South Pole. Maybe that is the South Pole. Hold it. It's been a very long time since we've taken world geography, as you... Listen, no. if you've listened to the previous <laughs> episode, you know Lacey had some issues with geography. I mean, I didn't have issues. The teacher thought I had issues. <laughs> okay, the North Pole. Uh, it's the northernmost point on Earth, although Russia placed a titanium flag on the seabed in 2007. So, I don't know that it's, like, it's not really from this map on a country. It's just kind of, like, out there. Maybe mm-hmm. on, like, a piece of ice or something. Let's see. Let's see. Because I thought they were said it was, like, on Wikipedia once again. We're reading. It's at the center of the Northern Hemisphere. The nearest land... Is usually said to be Kathleen Island off the northern coast of Greenland. So I don't think the North Pole's on a piece of land. I think it's just like in the ocean. While the South Pole lies on a continental land mass, the North Pole is located in the middle of the Arctic Ocean. So there you go. So it's just the North Magnetic Pole. Yeah. Okay. It's but it probably is where Santa is. Although the Russians got there. So, the Russians would never tell us if Santa was there. <laughs> it's probably like <laughs> they've turned the North Pole into a military base. Oh my god, Russia, please do not come for me. That is a fucking joke. <laughs> mm. So, what else has the abominable snowman been in besides like Rudolph? So, do you remember the Disney movie? I think it was last year, maybe Smallfoot? No. It was about him. Okay. Let's see. Let's see. Because I know there's been several. Yeah, the first one that comes to mind is... But is that the same... Is it Rudolph that the snowman is in? And yes. then also Yukon, the the one with the pickaxe, you know? Yes. He's in that one too, right? Yeah. And he finds the snowman, right? Yeah, it's all like a little collection, but yeah, he's... The mountain climber is always with pretty much the abominable snowman because he's running from him and all that. So there was a movie called Abominable... Oh. Cartoon movie. Okay, I have, I know of it. I have not watched it. Smallfoot. Let's see. All of these are, some of these are really old. Um, Harry and the Hendersons was Bigfoot. That was not Yeti. I've never even heard of it. You've never watched Harry and the Hendersons? No, what is that? Oh my goodness. What is it? <laughs> it's a really old movie. It's like from when we were kids, but it's hilarious. Okay. Did you get all of your research from Wikipedia, too? Yeah. Okay. I can't believe you've never seen this movie. 
So the next one I did was Jack Frost. Harry and the Hendersons. Oh my god, that's terrifying. <laughs> oh, it's like a real movie. It's, it's a not real like a movie. Cartoon. It was okay. from 87. Oh, jeez. Okay. So I did Jack Frost. Um, because once we, we were like, yeah, we'll do Christmas Tall Tales. And then we were like, fuck, what's a Christmas Tall Tale? Besides, like, Santa Claus. Yeah. And everyone knows that story. So, and Jack Rudolph. Frost yeah. is a personification of frost, ice, snow, sleet, winter, and freezing cold. He's a variant of Old Man Winter, who's held responsible for frosty weather, nipping your fingers and toes, coloring the foliage in autumn, and leaving fern-like patterns on cold windows in winter. Hmm. So starting in the late 19th century, most developed characterizations of Jack Frost depicted him as sprite-like, um, sometimes appearing as a sinister mischief maker or as a hero. But traditionally, he said to leave the frosty fern-like patterns on windows. Um, over time, the window frost has become far less prevalent in the modern world due to the advance of global warming. Yeah. Naturally. Or double glazing on windows. Yeah, the storm windows. So things are better insulated. But Jack Frost remains a well-known figure in popular culture. He's sometimes described or depicted with a paintbrush and bucket, coloring the leaves and stuff, yellow, brown, and orange. Um, sometimes he's portrayed as a dangerous giant. So they say that he may originate from Anglo-Saxon and Norse winter customs as an entire chapter named after him in the Kelvala the Finnish national epic compiled from their ancient oral tradition. That makes sense. In Russia, he's Grandfather Frost. Um, in Germany, there they actually have someone totally different called Mrs. Holly. But there's basically a ton of mythical beings who are pretty much Jack Frost. Uh, mentioned in many movies, such as the Wintertime Song, the Christmas Song, a.k.a. Chestnuts Roasting on an Open Fire, He's been presented as a villain in some media and a hero in others, which when I thought of it, I thought of the Santa Claus movie yes. where Martin's where short a and he's a villain. Yeah. <laughs> he was a jackass. Okay, Santa. <laughs> but um, strangely enough, there's also a picture of him on Wikipedia, but he's like, he looks like a man wearing, so this is a picture from the American Civil War, and Jack Frost is a United States Major General. So imagine him in that kind of garb with like oh, icicles no. hanging off of him, and then his horse instead of hair, it's like icicles. Oh. I don't know what fuck they have a picture no. of Jack Frost in the Civil War. But if you want to see it, just go Jack Frost Wikipedia, and there's the picture. Oh, um, so yeah, he's also I think in Rudolph. Isn't he the one singing? Isn't he kind of like the narrator, Jack Frost, the snowman? No, that's that's uh, Frosty. Ain't that the same thing? No. Are you sure? Yeah, Frosty's a snowman. Yeah, and his name is Jack Frost. I don't think it Frosty's was. Frosty's a nickname. I don't think it was Jack Frost. It was the snowman. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, we're clearly going to have to watch those. They come on every year. So I I'm, have them. Because I watch them every too. year. My dad loves them. Yeah, I watch them every year. So, there's also a Jack Frost movie where I think Michael Keaton is Jack Frost. Oh, or it's his dead. It's his dead dad. He turns into a snowman. And he turns into a like how oh, fucked. He up turns is into that? Frosty. Yeah, yeah. No, it's Jack Frost. Damn it. <laughs> no, it's not no. Frosty the Snowman. <laughs> Frosty. She's googling it. 
Or maybe okay. I'm thinking of a different so movie. So clearly, I don't own the Jacksons. There is a guy that turns into a snowman. I think there's also a horror movie. Yeah, called, that's what like, I was Jack thinking Frost. of. I clearly did not do very good research. No. <laughs> Frosty's his own man. Okay, what's the Michael Keaton movie? A discarded magic top hat brings the life to the snowman. Okay, that's Frosty the snowman. Yeah, that's Frosty. Uh, I'm pretty sure that, but he's Jack Frost and Rudolph. You know, William's gonna text me and be like, "You are so be wrong, like you Cameron. bitches." <laughs> he would never say that. No, he wouldn't. But, but <laughs> he'd be like, "You are so wrong, Cameron." It's pronounced in pale, not in Paul. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was Jack Frost. It was a it was a snowman, but his name was Jack Frost in the movie. In the, with Michael in, Keaton, yeah, with Michael Keaton. God damn it! That's maybe what we're getting hung up on is that in the horror movie he was Jack Frost, but no, Frosty, the Michael Keaton one's not a horror movie. Yeah, it is. No, it's not. Yes, it is. But it's fantasy. See. That's a different movie. You've never seen this movie either. No, what? <laughs> let, me, let me see that. What movie is that? Oh. <laughs> The That's the horror one. movie I was thinking of. Yeah. Oh shit, that is the one. Oh, it is called. It is called Jack Frost. So technically, we're both right. Yeah, I think that's where we're getting hung up on is okay. that the the snowman movie with Michael Keaton was Jack Frost, but in the Rudolph ones, it's Frosty. So this movie, uh, this is from eighty nine. IMDb. Right? It's from nineteen ninety eight. As a touring musician clinging to dreams of stardom, aging rocker Jack Frost, Michael Keaton. Has never had much time for his wife, played by Kelly Preston, or his son. A year after his death, a car accident on Christmas Day, Charlie plays a mournful tune on his father's harmonica. Much to his surprise, the Elder Frost is magically brought to life as a snowman on the family lawn, and it's his dad. Okay, but there's also a horror movie, so let me look that up. Jack Frost horror movie. Is there another one I haven't seen? I bet. This is pretty good. Oh my god. It has a 7% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> um, It came out the year before the other Jack Frost. But yeah, it is a horror movie. Oh, I know that one too. <laughs> yeah, okay. It says a notorious serial killer, Jack Frost, is being driven to his execution. The truck carrying the murderer encounters a bizarre accident that transforms him into a mutant snowman. The sheriff who caught the psychopath originally has remained concerned about his return, and it seems that his fears were well-founded. Before long, bodies pile up, or they're killed in gruesome, wintry ways. Can the sheriff stop Frosty's ice reign of terror? I remember that one. Oh, Shannon Elizabeth's in this movie. Uh, I need to go to movie trading and get both of these for, like, a Christmas horror yeah. night or something. Okay, this movie came out in 97, and the Michael Keaton one came out in 98. So can you imagine the fucking confusion if you right. were like, because the Michael Keaton one's like a kid one. But it's still like kind of. So can you imagine if you like accidentally got that shit mixed up? Right. Like if you really got the scary, scary one instead of the Michael <laughs> Keaton one. I mean, essentially, these are the same movie. Yeah. Yeah. Except one's killing people and yeah. one's trying to fuck his wife as a snowman. Yeah. Probably. Essentially. <laughs> Which is still scary. I have never seen something with 7% on Rotten Tomatoes. I've never seen anything that low on Rotten Tomatoes. But that's an old movie. 
But even the Jack Frost... Oh, they don't give all the show. scary movies proper Even the Michael ratings. Keaton Jack Frost has 19% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, but they don't ever give scary movies the ratings they deserve, ever. That is very true. Um, speaking of good scary movies, have you watched Ready or Not? It's pretty new. It just... So, like, every Saturday, HBO releases a new movie. We have HBO Max. So we watched it right before Halloween... It's not, I don't know if you would call it horror, but it's, um, this chick marries this dude and he's oh, like, Oh, I haven't watched that one yet. But very wealthy. And his family, they're called something else, but they're basically like the Milton Bradleys. Yeah. Like they make all the board games. And so it's tradition that on, when you're marrying into this family on your wedding night, you have to play a game and they have this special box that tells you what game you're going to play. So, like, all the other siblings' spouses are there, and they're like, oh, yeah, I had to play, like, Old Maid. And the other one's like, I had to play chess. And, like, you have to do it. And she's like, okay. So she draws hide and seek. And this is in the preview, so I'm not spoiling anything. But what they don't tell you is if you draw hide and seek, they have to kill you, the family. So it becomes this hunt, basically kind of like the purge, the hunt in the house where they're trying to kill her. And she's like, what the fuck is wrong with your family? And he's like... That's the one card you couldn't draw, and that's the one that you drew. Like, you couldn't draw Old Maid or something? It is actually... I can't believe how much me and Steve liked it. It was actually a really good movie. I need to watch that You one, do yeah. need to watch it. Um, it's very entertaining. I don't... Adam Brody's in it. I don't think anyone else was really... Like, Andy McDowell plays the mom. No one else is really famous. It opens, like, in the 80s where a woman was getting married, but then it's the aunt and it shows her later on at the, the next wedding, her nephew's wedding and her husband drew the hide and seek card. Oh, so that's yeah. how they know like what's up or whatever. Yeah. But, um, there's basically a reason they have to play the game and I don't want to tell you, Oh, I want you to see it. Yeah. But like, cause I was telling my brother-in-law, he was like, okay, well why didn't she just leave? Like, like, they had to play it. There was a reason they had to. So. I'm sure. It was good. You should watch it. Sure, it ties up in their money, too. Oh, I probably just guessed it. No. <laughs> no. It's actually really surprising. Um, And it was on the Halloween list, so. Yeah. If that gives you any. Yeah. Indication of why yeah. they have to do it. Okay. So, I wanted to find out about books about Christmas. Because, like, when you think of Christmas, you're not really, like. Oh, let's just start reading Christmas books. It's usually people are like, oh, I want to watch Hallmark Christmas movies. So I'm like, are there Christmas books? So I Googled it. There's a few. This is per Wikipedia. <laughs> Again. A Christmas Carol. Hello uh, by Charles yeah. Dickens. How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Yeah. Dr. Seuss. Um, J.R.R. Tolkien has a Christmas book. Really? Called Letters from Father Christmas. Huh. Never heard of it. Another one that came up, Agatha Christie, Hercule Pierrot's Christmas, uh, The Polar Express. Yeah. Truman Capote has a book, Christmas book called A Christmas Memory. And let's see what else is on this list. I have never read any of these. I honestly didn't know there's this many Christmas books. The only there's one, a ton. The only one I know about is the two that we're going to read and Nosferatu. <laughs> Just because I watched Nosferatu not too long ago. So there's One Day in December by Josie Silver. Here, let's pull up. Because, like, there's a bunch of other little novels, too. Let's just pull up this list. 
This is from 2019. This is from com. The 40 most festive Christmas books to get you in the holiday spirit. And the author's name is not on here. Number one, Letters from Father Christmas by J.R.R. Tolkien. The father of modern fantasy might not be the first author that springs to mind when you think about the cheery Christmas no. books. Um, but Tolkien deserves a place on the mantle with Letters from Father Christmas. A gorgeous collection of notes that Tolkien, um, we mean Father Christmas, sent to kids every Christmas. As with Lord of the Rings, Tolkien delivers impressively. All of his creativity, meticulousness, and whimsy is on display in this book, from the story about the clumsy polar bear who accidentally falls through the roof of Father Christmas's abode, to the tale of the renegade reindeer scattering presents every which way. Beautifully crafted calligraphy and illustrations round out the book. So is it like a children's book? I don't, I'm assuming so. Hmm. Um, perhaps most poignantly, is that how you say that word? Poignant? Yeah. You'll see the letters themselves changing as Tolkien's children grow older. The themes become more serious and the notes take on bittersweet tinge as his children stop writing back to Father Christmas. Aww. Nevertheless, this is a collection to savor, preferably with a mug of eggnog nearby. I wonder if, these, if this is like shit he did for his own kids. Yeah, I'm thinking so. He, wait, did he have kids? That's what it sounds like. It's I thought a, he was kind of like a, a loner. Like a shut-in. Yeah, maybe. J.R.R. Tolkien. Maybe not. Because what it sounds like, it sounds like his kids were writing to Santa mm-hmm. and he was answering them. Uh-huh. So it lists a wife, um, but it does not list. Oh, yeah, he has like four kids. Damn, one of them's still alive. Damn, one of them just died this year. Dang. I thought he was like super old. Bro, tell me does his signature, does that not look like el- the elvish words on the ring? Is that what it looks like? Yeah, it does. Oh, okay. Um, number two, Polar Express by Crin, Chris Van Allsburg. I cannot talk. Okay, this one's weird to me. The Velveteen Rabbit? I don't remember. Is that a Christmas? I, I don't know. I haven't read that book in so long. Maybe it's that he got the, velvet, the oh, Velveteen Rabbit Oh, he's Christmas? a Christmas present for a small yeah, boy. Yeah, okay, hmm. that's what it is. Uh, number four, Holidays on Ice by David Sedaris. It's just an essay collection that's all about Christmas. Number five, The Best Christmas Pageant Ever by Barbara Robinson. This is this looks like a kid's book, like a chapter kid's chapter book, and I think I read this. It sounds really Listen to this. Um, the Herdman siblings, Ralph, Imogen... Leroy, Claude, Ollie, and Gladys are, put simply, shameless. There's no infraction that doesn't delight them, whether it's blackmail, arson, or sometimes just plain physical violence. Now these pocket-sized minions are declaring their intentions to take over the annual Christmas pageant, and the other kids are understandably just a bit nervous. But if there's anything to say about Christmas, it's that miracles do take place. Okay, I feel like I read this as a kid, and I feel like the kids are, like, really fucking bad. And they're, like, hijacking the Christmas pageant, which is about, like, Jesus and the three wise men. And, like, one of them wants to play Jesus. Like, a baby Jesus. From what I remember. Why do I feel like I know this I think, book, too? I think we probably all read in elementary school. Probably. Number six. A Christmas Carol and Other Stories by Charles Dickens. Mm-hmm. So, it's other, is a Christmas Carol, like, a short story? Because it says, and other stories. Let's see. What's that? Hmm. I mean, I feel like that is probably 
the most famous one. Yeah. And it's been mm-hmm. in so many movies, like, whether or not it comes out and tells you that's what it is. I mean, that is concept of the three ghosts. Yeah. Like, your past, present, and future, or whatever. That's not the... No, that's not the one. What is it? What's the one? With Bill Murray? No. All through the house, not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. Twas the night before yes. Christmas. Yes! So, a Christmas Carol's the one with Scrooge, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's visited... Scrooge is visited by the ghost Christmas past, present, and yet to come. So, I think Twas the Night Before Christmas is just, like, it's a own, kid's yeah. little book, like, that you read to them. Um, number seven is that Agatha Christie book again. I don't know how to say it. Hercule Perot's Christmas. <coughs> Excuse me. It's not Corona. It was just a tickle on my throat. <laughs> <laughs> Number eight, A Charlie Brown Christmas. Yeah, I was going to say that. You're going to like this one. Number nine, Attack of the Deranged Mutant Killer Monster Snow Goons. Yes. A Calvin and Hobbes Collection by Bill Watterson. Number ten, A Letter from Santa Claus by Mark Twain. Ooh. It's a short story. Uh, number eleven, The Little Match Girl by Hans Christian Andersen. Number twelve, Christmas Day in the Morning. Number thirteen, The Snowman. Number 14, The Night Before Christmas. <laughs> Here it is. No, this is a different one. No, is it? Yeah, dang. Uh, it's a Ukrainian folktale by Nikolai Gojol. Hmm. It's a story of a blacksmith, a, a blacksmith named Vakula who's trying to win the favor of the pretty Oksana. Needless to say, there's much that's much easier said than done. Ooh, especially when witcher, witches and wizards who eat floating dumplings get thrown into the mix. Ooh. Okay. Anyone eats floating dumplings. Like, why do they have to be a witch or a wizard? Yeah. Uh, Merry Christmas, Strega Nona by Tommy DePaola. The Snowy Day. Oh, number 17, A Christmas Story, which is the book that that movie is based on. Mm. It's a movie, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. It, Several times over I thought it was like a series because they just play it over and over and over again on Christmas Day. No. But it's several. just a movie, right? There's the Muppets version. There's the other version. There's like an older version. No, I mean this one with this particular one with that kid. Oh, you'll like, shoot your eye yes, out. Yes. You'll shoot your yeah. eye out. It's yeah, a movie, right? It's a movie. Yeah, okay. I've got that. I watch it every year too. Ralphie. Yes, Ralphie. Um, that There's that Truman Capote book again. The Adventures of Christmas Pudding by Agatha Christie. How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Oh, this one is a Netflix movie. Let It Snow by John Green, Maureen Johnson, and Lauren Miracle. John Green. Um, isn't that who wrote? Fault in Yeah, Our The Stars. Fault in Our Stars. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it says. Fault in Our Stars, author John Green. So I actually had that Let It Snow movie saved on my list because it has the Sabrina chick in it and like a bunch of other people. Yeah. I just don't think I watched it last year. I don't think I did either. I didn't watch as many Christmas movies last year as I will this year. Me neither. I'm going to watch way more this year. Okay. I almost picked this for our book. It's called One Day in December by Josie Silver. And it says the sweet, sensual, sorry, seasonal (laughs) romance (laughs) is sure to sweep you off your feet. After all, it managed to snag the coveted top spot on the New York Times bestseller list and charm the stockings off Reese Witherspoon because it was a pick for her. So, there's a man on the street that Lori locks eyes with as she's riding a bus through London. 
She's not the type to believe in hokey romantic myths, but there's no denying she felt something the moment their gazes met. She's pretty sure he did, too. Too bad her bus drives away a moment later, but when she finally runs into the mystery man again, it's at a Christmas party, and he's her best friend's new boyfriend. Ooh, that would suck. <laughs> uh, oh, listen to this. Number 27, The Life and Adventures of Santa Claus by L. Frank Baum. He's who wrote The Wizard of Oz. Ooh. I bet that's good. I bet it is. You know what I feel like is a Christmas movie, though, even though it's not really Christmas, it's just kind of the setting, is Narnia. I have never seen that. Really? Yeah. You haven't read them either? Uh-uh. Oh, my goodness. Uh-uh. I've never seen them. I don't know why. They're so good. Why do you feel like it's Christmassy? Oh, my God. Stop Ooh, yawning. Sorry. <laughs> You're going to make um, me yawn. Just because of the fact that when they go into Narnia and go through the wardrobe, that it is just winter everywhere. Mm. Is it like Christmas Day or something? No. Okay, what's your favorite Christmas movie? Ooh. That's a hard one. It is a hard one, because I watch the same ones every I year. like the Santa Claus with Tim Allen. Yeah, I do too. Um, I like the one with Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn, too. That one was really cute. You yes. know the second one's coming out. Yes. That one was really cute. I really did like that one. I liked that one, too. Um, what else? I'm trying to think of stuff I watched as a kid. I watch A Christmas Story every year. I don't need to watch it. For Elf. Whatever. Elf, yeah. Elf, for sure. Elf. Um, oh. Uh, okay, these are National, stupid. National Lampoon. Oh, oh. Hello. Yeah, yeah. how could we forget that? That's I like my, I think that's my favorite. I know. Like, it's not Christmas until you watch that. So every yeah. year my dad has a viewing party for Christmas vacation in his media room. And it's like, it's not Christmas till then. No, it's not Christmas until you watch Clark and his family. <laughs> I feel shitter. like, as an adult, um, me and Steve are Todd and Margo. <laughs> you know, we're, like, childless, yeah. and she's like, my carpet! <laughs> are we not like that? Yeah. He's like, she's like, why is the floor all wet, Todd? And he's like, I don't know, Margo. <laughs> I almost got Steve and I these sweatshirts that had those quotes on it. Oh, like, you should have. We'll be Todd and Margo. Um, so this is really stupid, but I also like those... They're on Netflix. There's three of them now because there was one. Are you talking about the princess one? Yes. Yeah. Where she goes to interview. The prince and me or something. No, it's not the prince and me. She goes to interview him and then the second one is their wedding and the the third one is the royal baby. What are those called? I don't remember, but I know exactly which ones you're talking about. Okay. I'm going to have to look at I don't think it's the prince and me. That's a different movie. Yeah, that's a different movie. But it was the princess something. It's princess something. Yeah. Okay. Let me find this shit. Because last year the royal baby came out and Steve was a Christmas prince. That's what it is. And then the second one. A Christmas wedding. I think, yeah, I think it is a Christmas, a Christmas wedding. And then it was like a Christmas baby or something. And then a Christmas prince. It's a Christmas prince, the royal wedding, and then a Christmas prince, the royal baby. So then I also like the princess switch with um, mm-hmm. Vanessa. Is that her name? Vanessa Hudgens, yeah. Yes, Vanessa Hudgens. And then um, there's this really stupid one. Let me find it. It's like, he's a ghost, and every Christmas he comes back because that was like the day he was murdered or some shit. But of course he falls in love with this chick who's like trying to sell the house or something. Yeah. It's so fucking stupid. 
stupid. There's also one I started adding to my repertoire. I can't remember if it was last year or the year before, but it's something. It's called like Deck the Halls. It's a Seth Rogen one. Oh, I've never even heard of that. That's so funny. Oh, the one I was talking about was called The Spirit of Christmas, if you're interested in looking it up. Um, I also watched this other one called Christmas in the Smokies, where <laughs> this chick's family farm, they make, like, jam, but their farm's in, like, trouble, and this her old boyfriend from high school is, like, this famous country singer, so he comes back to help them save the farm. <laughs> These Christmas movies are so fucking stupid. Okay, so it's not Deck the Halls. That's an older movie. Oh. That's about? a movie with Matthew, Matthew Broderick and Danny DeVito. Okay, that sounds good. <laughs> it was like a nice Those two movie. names? That sounds like a good movie. It was... I always kind of watch Harry Potter's around Christmas time, too. Yeah, they have that Christmas feel to them, for sure. Yeah. Oh, and Steve's Christmas movie, It's Not Christmas Until He Watches Die Hard. Uh, what yeah, did he I've say? It's not I've Christmas until Hans Gruber gets shot off the building or something. I don't it's even know if that's the name. night before is the Seth Rogen Christmas okay. movie. For the last ten years, lifelong friends have gathered on Christmas Eve to celebrate the holidays. As one prepares to become a first-time father, the friends realize their tradition is coming to an end. To make it memorable, they plan a night of debauchery and hilarity by searching for the Nutcracker Ball, the Holy Grail of Christmas parties in New York. Okay. What's that? What are you reading that from? This is from IMDb. Okay. And it's Seth Rogen, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, and Anthony Matthews. How have I never heard of this movie? Yeah, I don't know. I just came across it it's one day. So, those are really funny it's people. hilarious. I love this movie. I bought it to add it to my Christmas repertoire because I have my Christmas movies on a shelf. Okay. What's your favorite Christmas song? Oh. I don't know. My all-time favorite is Last Christmas by Wham. I don't want the Ashley Tisdale version, and I don't want the Last fucking Taylor Christmas. Swift version. I want <laughs> Wham singing it. That's my favorite uh, Christmas song. I don't know. I kind of like it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Yeah, that's a good one. It's like one of my favorites. But then there's also Elvis Presley. I Listen, I play his whole <laughs> album every year. Like, I love it. It's strictly Christmas. Blue Christmas. Kelly Clarkson had a good Christmas one, good Christmas song. I think it was last year or the year before, too. Oh, and then, um, I don't think it was last year. I think it was the year before. Um, Blake Shelton and Gwen Stefani have a really cute Christmas song together. Aww. I think it's called You Make It Feel Like Christmas. I listened to it, like, on repeat while I was making Gingerbread Men. And Steve was like, I always listen to Christmas music when I'm cooking. It's fun. Yes. It's, like, festive. And then, like. That Christmas, I wasn't working, so I was home every day, like, by myself all day while it's snowing outside. So I baked a lot. I learned how to make, like, really good gingerbread men from scratch. And they don't spread, so when you bake them, you can, you know how some gingerbread men look like bloated. Yeah, they get really big. Mine don't spread. We need to make some gingerbread houses this year. We should do that. We should have a baking baking night. We'll, like, watch Christmas movies and bake some gingerbread men. Oh, yeah. It'll be fun. It'll be fun. I don't think I've ever done a gingerbread house. No, I've honest. never done a house. I would I would like to just do the men, but like decorate them. Yeah. I don't know that I'm ambitious enough to do a house. Well, I'm totally ambitious enough, but I'd probably... But how are you going to bake it I'd in probably, the house shape? Well, they have the kits now that you can buy it, like pre-cut and all that. You can just decorate and all that. But my ass would probably eat half the house while I'm decorating it. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'd be like, this is a cute door. Nom, nom, nom. Well, Steve and I also celebrate Hanukkah. Um, which is, I think it's the early of December this year. 
Well, I say we celebrate it. Um, really, I just buy myself things and say, oh, thanks for my Hanukkah present. And Steve just goes along with it. And Steve just goes along with it. Um, December 10th through the 18th this year. So. That'll be fun. We'll be on our vacation part of that. Damn, you're right. We're going to have to bring our menorah with yep. us. Light that bitch up. Yep. <laughs> so for Jackson's birthday, he's turning 13, so we're going to have a bark mitzvah for him. <laughs> <laughs> it was my brother-in-law's idea. He was like, oh, because I was like, he's turning 13. I kind of want to have like a little dog party. He's like, you can have a bark mitzvah. And I was like, oh, that's perfect. Great idea. So I'm going to get him some little pup cakes from Sprinkles. You're going to have dreidels on them? <laughs> dreidel, dreidel, dreidel. Uh, that's a good idea. <laughs> All right. Well, as you can see, we weren't even talking about books for most of this episode. But that's okay. Is our talkie said. So mm-hmm. you still have one more week to read our current book. It's called In a Holidays. What's that chick's name? Lauren. I think it's Christina Lauren. Christina Lauren. Is that yeah. it? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Sorry about that, Christina. Um, <laughs> so grab it. You have a week. Send us your questions, thoughts. It's a really popular book. I keep seeing it on Instagram, so I know a lot of people are reading it. I think it just came out, too. Probably. Two Bookworms, one podcast, gmail.com. Or Insta, two bookworms, one podcast. Yay. So we'll talk to you next week. Yeah. Bye. Bye, guys. Little, say bye. Bye. <sighs>